Time marches on and leaves behind those who are not equipped for tomorrow. We cannot predict what will happen in the future, but we at Regent University aim to prepare you for it. With world-class professors and over 150 programs, the opportunities to find success in your field are many. So don't let tomorrow pass you by. The journey to your brightest future begins here. Visit regent.edu slash learn more. Welcome, welcome, welcome. It's Ed Martin in for Andrea Kay tonight. Don't be surprised she's not here. Her voice hasn't gotten deeper. She's uh, on assignment, as we say. She'll be back tomorrow night. It's great to be in with you, Ed Martin. I'll be in with you right now and then an hour after this. So two hours together uh, should be a lot of fun. And it's always great with Andrea Kay and her great listeners. I'm always jealous of her listeners. She has such a loyal following of folks on The Answer, San Diego, AM 1170, FM 96.1. I just appreciate what she does. She does it so well. So uh, make sure to follow us on Twitter, at Andrea K Show, at Andrea K Show. we got a couple great guests tonight. I'm old friend Rick Manning. He's a guy I've known for a long, long time. He's been slogging away for liberty and freedom. He's the president of Americans for Limited Government. We'll have him uh, talk to him about the bottom of the hour here. And, of course, our friend Brooke McGowan. In just about uh, 10 minutes, we'll catch up with her. She's the co-founder of Reopen Hawaii. I think I'm saying that right, Hawaii, and we'll talk to her. I actually have a question for her. I'm so glad to talk to her because, you know, Hawaii has done better than almost every state. And there's a lot of speculation why. And it could be the weather, could be natural social distancing. You know, they just they just don't, they spend a lot more time outdoors. And there's this naturally kind of a freer, more open, less density, obviously. There's a theory that there's less elevators, you know, in places in, in Italy. Highest number of, uh, of uh, elevators in the world, in any nation, I think per, I think it's per capita, maybe? It might be per, no, it must be per geography. It must be per mile or kilometer or something. Italy. Lots and lots of elevators there. So anyway, we'll talk with Brooke McGowan in a few minutes. Before we get to that, a couple things you might have heard at the news coming over the top of the hour. It's worth noting. Very interesting that today, uh, for the first time, the United States Supreme Court allowed people not into the court, not, uh, excuse me, you could go into the court, but you couldn't broadcast out. And they've always resisted television cameras. There's, that's been pretty consistent from almost everybody. There'll be a couple of members of the court that will say okay to it, but everybody else says no way because they think it they think it will be make it too much of a circus and all. But because of the um, uh, Wuhan Wuhan virus, I like to call it the coronavirus, the Wuhan virus. Because of that situation, the court, the Supreme Court, for the first time today, heard oral arguments by conference call, and they allowed the public to listen in. Now, I think they heard some arguments last week. I th- I'm pretty sure they did, but no one was allowed to listen. This time, they, they, they streamed it live. I don't know. They had somebody in there, and it was on C-SPAN. And it was, that's, first of all, that's extraordinary access because um, the courts have never done that. It took them a while to release the audio tapes of the court. Not a while. It was only a few years ago that they allowed that to happen. They didn't like that. They just like transcripts afterwards. So it's come a long way, which is not no surprise in some sense. Here's the really fun part about it. I mean, this is really interesting. So they're, they're, here, there they are, and they're all in their own place, I guess, in their chambers. They're probably, maybe they're in their chamber, maybe they're in their homes, but they probably, and their clerks are probably on. And of course, the, the, uh, the, the litigants are in their own place, and they're going t- in turns. 
And so if you've ever seen uh, uh, the transcripts, maybe you've heard it or seen reenactments of Supreme Court arguments or any appellate argument, you know, the one side goes first, makes their arguments. The judges will ask questions of that person. The other person goes, they ask questions. Then there's a little rebuttal time. But after you speak for about sometimes as as short as a minute or two, the justices jump in and ask questions because they want to they they don't want to hear some canned speech. They want to get to it. And, um, you know, guys like Scalia former late Justice Scalia were famous for these great debates and all these kinds of things. And he would ask questions and then he'd get a question from uh, Justice Breyer or Justice Stevens who'd be asking a question. They're basically arguing with each other, but they happen to have people litigants in front of them, appellants and appellees. But one guy never asked any questions. I mean, none. Went for like 15 years between questions in oral arguments. And that was Clarence Thomas. And, and, and it got to the point where the commentators wrote all kinds of stories about it. Why did he not ask questions? Didn't he think it was important enough? All this stuff. So a few years ago, he finally asked a question. And maybe he asked like two more since then. Today, on the conference call oral, oral arguments, Clarence Thomas asked a bunch of questions. It was almost like since we didn't have to have this circus or I don't know what he he was willing to he asked questions he had some things he wanted to get you know hear from the uh, hear from the uh, uh, the litigants and one of his former clerks whose name is Carrie Severino you might know her around she wrote a book with Molly Hemingway on the Kavanaugh case I can't think of the the name um, uh, justice is in the name but anyway it's a good book on the inside story of the Kavanaugh near well the Kavanaugh smear and the the Kavanaugh near takeout. And Carrie Severino, who clerked for uh, Thomas, said something like uh, on Twitter, something like, I I, I had predicted in a more sort of civilized forum that Justice Thomas would have questions. And lo and behold, he did. He'd asked a bunch of questions and and uh, and it went forward. So, first of all, very interesting um, thing to happen. Sort of sort of historic. And it kind of slips by everybody that it happened. Uh, I don't think it'll be permanent. I think that they'll do this during this period and they'll go back to it. I, you know, I noticed some of the comments, even from the liberal justices, they don't particularly want to become uh, sort of a, a center of that kind of attention. So we'll see. But interesting uh, nonetheless. By the way, the Supreme Court has at least three cases before them on the question of what the word sex means. And by sex, I mean male and female, not sexual relations. But and it's important. It has to do with the transgender issues. It has to do with the way the the uh, the court, the Constitution would apply on things like the ERA, the, the group that had pushed the ERA, which failed 25 or 30 years ago and is now being brought up in this popular series, Mrs. America. It's all about the late Phyllis Schlafly, who was my boss and my dear friend and mentor. And they're crazy. But but the court is considering the question of what is the definition of sex? Is it male and female? If it becomes gender, if the word sex means gender, Katie bar the doors for the transgender stuff. And I mean, Katie or, or George bar the doors, whatever Katie feels like it would be. But uh, <laughs> but the reality of this is it's a big deal. I'm telling you, it's a big deal. These cases and the question of how this transgender movement is going to impact uh, our living and under the law, it's a big deal. It, it, it's coming faster than you think. It's not, they're not, the, the movement on the left that wants to assert these rights, they've moved past uh, using the courts to override the will of the people on marriage. They moved right past that. They blew past that and used the courts to change the definition of marriage. And they're racing on past it to say transgender. And, and you know, the easy one to recognize is what it does to women's sports and girls' sports. It, it, it will absolutely put very few 
girls are transitioning to be boys, transgendering in that direction, and competing in sports. I guess there's some. I haven't heard them. But there's lots of guys, lots of dudes that want to become girls to compete in sports. And if that's protected, if that's allowed to be protected under the law or judicial fiat, you can just say goodbye to girls' sports. I mean, maybe maybe people don't mind that. I mean, I I do. I've got two daughters, and I think I, you know, I, I'm not I'm not a big fan of professional women's uh, sports. I don't I just doesn't, I don't enjoy it. Uh, but I think uh, collegiate uh, women's sports, and and certainly at high school, my daughter's in high school. She loves to play. It's it's a great it's great for her uh, mindset and all. That's all gone. All girls schools. My daughter goes to an all girls school. All up for grabs. There's going to be yeah, pretty easy to assert. What are you doing? You're you're picking by. This is what this is my, the direction of the movement that started with the ERA and was beaten back in the day, but continues all the way through on this transgender stuff. So Supreme Court's going to have some big decisions that they'll be taking up. And uh, let me just put this out there: the reason why it's very easy to know. Once I tell you this, you'll recognize the reason why the Senate is back in session today. The U.S. Senate. There's only one reason. They'll say other stuff, but it's not true. There's only one reason Mitch McConnell and the Senate wants to confirm about 80 more judges in the next two or three months, maybe four months. And they're back just to confirm judges. They had to get back in session. They have to go through the Kabuki theater of some hearings and the Judiciary Committee votes, and they're going to jam through. They've got about 140, I think, but they're they're certainly going to move a packet of them right away. I mean, I could go through them. I know all the names. A couple of Court of Appeals judges. But just think about this. What happens in this period of time with all the media hype, all the fake news hysteria, all the chaos, all the misleading things they're doing in the media, even more than ever, all the tension, all the economic strife? What do you think happens if Ruth Bader Ginsburg suddenly retires? I say it generously to say retire. She'll never retire, but let's say she goes off the bench. You get what I mean? Mitch McConnell's already said, and I've asked his staffers, they will fill that seat. They will take an appointment from Trump, and they will fill the seat. Can you imagine what the left will do if we have a Supreme Court fight? I mean, you talk about putting the Supreme Court. I have always maintained that the fact that the person who won the 2016 election, either Trump or Hillary, was going to replace Scalia, I've always maintained that that clarity made it so every Republican, every pro-lifer, every Catholic, every evangelical knew what was at stake and it motivated turnout. Imagine what will happen if Ginsburg leaves the bench. It'll be something. All right, we got to take a break. When we come back, we'll talk with Brooke McGowan, who's the co-founder of Reopen Hawaii, the country's reopening. And Hawaii has been leading the way, and Brooke's been leading in Hawaii. So we'll talk to Brooke about that and cover a lot more. We'll take a quick break. It's Ed Martin filling in here on The Answer San Diego for Andrea Kay. It's The Andrea Kay Show. I'll be back in a minute. Be sure to follow Andrea Kay on Twitter at Andrea Kay Show. And follow her on Facebook and like her fan page at Andrea Kay. Spelled K-A-Y-E. 
Many of us know how high school today is not the same as the high school in the 60s and 70s. Pressure to achieve, the competitiveness, the anxiety to fit in, and the loneliness has made being a teenager a pretty tough job today. In Bob Walter's book, Facing Reality in American Education, he looks at ways to help young people understand how amazing they really are. For students to discover their gifts and talents, to excel and be all they can be. I'm sure you agree. Purchase your copy of Facing Reality in American Education today at Amazon.com. How do you listen to The Answer San Diego? I downloaded the free Answer San Diego app for iPhone and Android. I listen by clicking Listen Live at TheAnswerSanDiego.com. I go to TuneIn.com or I open the TuneIn app and search The Answer San Diego. I love using my smart speaker. All I have to say is play The Answer San Diego. And there are easy setup instructions at TheAnswerSanDiego.com. So there certainly are a lot of ways to listen to The Answer San Diego. But don't forget, you can always find us on FM 96.1 in North County and AM 1170 in San Diego. Are you tired of all the garbage that Hollywood puts out? Why not redeem the time you're spending at home with your family and watch something that affirms our American values? For a limited time, you can purchase No Safe Spaces, starring Dennis Prager and Adam Carolla. Go to nosafespaces.com to stream the number one political documentary of 2019. Free speech is under attack now more than ever. Politicians on the left are threatening to permanently shut down churches and synagogues. And we can't even open a debate about when we return to work. There is no more important time to watch No Safe Spaces, the movie that the hard left does not want you to see. Go to nosafespaces.com. Use the code SAVE25 to get 25% off your purchase. That's SAVE25. This offer is only available for a limited time. Send the message to Hollywood that you support movies that support your values. Go to nosafespaces.com today. If you could do one thing that changed you forever, would you? How about something exciting and extraordinary? A bucket list item with years of memories packed into 10 days. Make 2020 a year you'll never forget. And join me, Sebastian Gorka, and my friend Mike Lindell on the Stand with Israel tour this December 2nd to 11th. Journeying through one of the most politically and spiritually significant places in the world. And you'll see over 40 iconic sites straight from history. Join Sebastian Gorka on the Stand with Israel tour December 2nd through 11th. Register today at TheAnswerSanDiego.com. I'm Dennis Prager. Don't believe that you can safely sell your home for top dollar during this COVID-19 crisis. Since the statewide stay-at-home order, the Jim Buttrell real estate team has averaged selling a home every single day for top dollar while maintaining his number one priority, the safety of his buyers and sellers, using his safe home selling system. Right now is your opportunity to sell your home with the Jim Buttrell safe home selling system, while most other sellers have pulled their home from the market and while most other realtors are not working. Real estate is essential and the Jim Batrell team can either guarantee the sale of your home or simply get you a rapid cash offer. So if you're thinking of selling or you just want to talk through your options, call a man I trust, Jim Batrell at Ardent Real Estate, 800-498-SOLD. That's 800-498-SOLD. Call Jim Batrell and your home will sell 800 498 Sold. This is Sebastian Gorka. I am taking as many listeners as I can on the Stand with Israel trip and have my friend and entrepreneur Mike Lindell of My Pillow coming with us. 
What better way to celebrate the lifting of restrictions than to get out and see the Holy Land with me and Mike Lindell. Join us for the December Stand with Israel Tour. Join Sebastian Gorka on the Stand with Israel Tour, December 2nd through 11th. Register today at TheAnswerSanDiego.com. That's TheAnswerSanDiego.com. Streaming now at TheAnswerSanDiego.com and Radio.com. You're listening to The Andrea K Show on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back. Welcome back. Ed Martin filling in for Andrea K here on The Andrea K Show. She's on assignment. Be back tomorrow night. Don't worry about her. She's great. And uh, we will grab your calls a little bit later. 888-344-1170. 888-344-1170. Feel free to call. And before we get to that, we got to talk to our friend, Brooke McGowan. She is the co-founder, and this is so important right now, co-founder of Reopen Hawaii. I try to say it like Hawaiian. And she, of course, was uh, uh, was great. She has been great in the grassroots, understanding what's going on. She's well known by folks who understand. Uh, she took her, I guess you'd say, Midwest roots, took those values to Hawaii. And she's done a great job over there. And it's a great time. You know, Brooke, just now over, I was over on Parlor and I noticed that there was, a, uh, I think it was Tim Young who was quoting uh, Governor Northam of of the Commonwealth of Virginia, where I live, and uh, Northam said uh, something like, um, "It's not time to protest." And 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 Tim Young's point was, whenever someone says in authority, "It's not time to protest," it's probably time to protest. But anyway, Brooke, welcome to the program. How are exactly. you tonight? I'm great. Thanks How for having d- me. Ed. Exactly, you're exactly right. As soon as someone in some kind of control like that tries to tries yeah. to corner you in, that's when you've come out. <laughs> yeah. Sounds blazing, man. We're not going to sit down for this. No. Yeah, exactly. So, Brooke, before we get to what's going to happen with Reopen Hawaii, can I ask you, because I'm glad to have this chance of being for Andrea, and ask you, Hawaii's done better than a lot of the country and a lot of the world, I think. Maybe I'm getting, maybe I haven't looked at the numbers in a while, but what, what, do they have a sense of why? Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, it's hard to know why. Um, I think early on, we felt like we were, well, Originally, let me just say this. In January, I thought we were going to be a hot zone because of how many come in uh-huh. from China to Hawaii. Yeah, and then yeah, by about, exactly. By about March, it was starting to show that, no, we weren't, we're not a hot zone. The, the, the president wisely shut down China's travel. And, of course, you know, that was controversial that it was a great move in January. And then February, uh-huh. we're just kind of in a wait-and-see mode. I think pretty much nationally we were. There maybe were a couple of cases here and there. Nobody had died until the end of February, and that was up in uh, upstate Washington. Uh, you know, very very concerning there because people in the nursing homes have shown that that's been very problematic for those with the comorbidities that you have when you're in your 70s and 80s and 90s. Uh, but Hawaii is very warm, as you know, and as yeah. as time for, as time progressed, we finally had that one day at the um, task force briefing that, oh, it's sunshine and warm air and humidity, you know, pretty much kills this thing off, which is what we had been suspecting. So Hawaii had, there was some time in there that we had like, oh, 18 deaths and 600 cases or whatnot. But now uh-huh. it looks like the CDC has started to revise those numbers at, as you've seen, them fall from over 60,000 yeah. to now 37,000 deaths. And Hawaii dropped from, I think it was 17, 18 deaths a couple of days ago to zero. We have zero, 100% COVID-19 deaths in the state of Hawaii. So we were really, really mad when we heard the day after President Trump saying, my vice president talked to all the governors and we're enforcing the, or we're, um, you know, inviting them to do this three-phase process. 
and we're telling states with low numbers to go ahead and start phase one. And then the next day, our governor shut our beaches to us. That's when everybody's yeah. like, oh, hell no. <laughs> no, 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 no. And then two days uh, now, after that, he extended our lockdown until the end of May. So it's unconscionable to do this to people when there is no need. Yeah, I mean, here's what I was going to say. I, I tell people all the time about this is that w- once you w- we tried this and I'm, I'm, you know, because I'm sort of a fan of more than sort of a fan of the president, I got to give him the benefit of the doubt. I tend to think he he doesn't get rolled by the deep state folks. Maybe he did. I mean, but I, he where we are. But now I say, mm-hmm. hey, wait a second. We tried what was suggested and whether it worked or not, we can't do it any longer. You know, we just can't. We, mm-hmm. That's the past of the past now. And, it's, and so we have right. to make smart decisions where if you're young and healthy, you go to work and you go back to things. If, exactly. you, if you're 77 years old and you have chronic conditions, then it might be good to go slow. But here's the thing we have to do is everybody has to say we're relatively adults and we know what the yeah. risks is. And in Hawaii, if there's not high risks, what is his justification? Is it is the governor he or she? I forget now. I'm sorry to admit. It's a he. Yeah, it's a he. No, it's David Ege. What's his justification? What is his justification for closing uh, it's everything? Fear. It's, it's been fear. It's been fear. You know, we just don't know. We just don't know. But really what I am, so that's been the, the verbal or the public justification. Right. I think you give tiny sirens a little bit of power and they're going to go crazy on it. So something I found out when I was digging around trying to figure out what on earth is causing all of this. In the Department of Human Services from the state of Hawaii, I'm looking, I'm holding a document that's about 23 pages long. And it's front, well, wait, 20 pages long, front and back. It's from the Hawaii State Commission on the Status of Women, which is under the Department of Human Services, state of Hawaii. And the name of the document, uh-huh. it has the seal on it, has the seal, has the seal from the Hawaii State Commission, has the seal from the state of Hawaii. The name of the document says, Building Bridges, Not Walking on Backs, a Feminist economic recovery plan for COVID-19. So as you go through, Yeah. So <laughs> as you go through this little, this little document, you see things that are all about, of course, we care about the single mom. Of course, we care about the elderly woman who's taking care of many children. Of course, we, you know, obviously we care about women. I'm a right. woman, but basically right. there's a lot of things in here that talk about like, you know, non-gender or non-binary and um, transgender Obviously, uh, access to abortion is always at the forefront for the leftists. There has to be what they do. So right. we are just, I'm not really, maybe this is what takes another 31 days to implement. I don't know. It's a possibility. <laughs> so we, we went on Friday, Ed. We went on Friday at noon. We had told the police the day before. Um, I, my partner on the page is Jason Jones. He's an activist and a, a movie producer and just a really great guy. Yeah, of course. I know, of Jason. I know Jason well. Yeah, he's yeah. awesome. Yep, great so guy. So Jason and I launched Read Open Hawaii two weeks before we actually had our, our, um, our rally. And we went to see the police the day before. We told them what we were doing. They didn't indicate any information to us, whatever. And we barely gave them any to, hey, we're going to be here at noon. It's a peaceful rally. We're going to come out to you know, show support of the, the community. We want the community to get back to work. We're worried about everybody that we know and love that has businesses or that wants their jobs back and doesn't know how to pay their rent. We're at 38% unemployment in Hawaii right now. It's just terrible. We're from 2% to 38%. So this is bad. Wow. Um, wow. 12 o'clock, we were happy. We were all, you know, just solidarity, holding our signs. Police did show up there wearing Aloha shirts. These were the nice guys. These were the good guys before they sent in the bad guys. These nice guys walked around wearing masks, some of them, saying, be sure to social distance, be sure to social distance. 
and they were saying it to everybody. And they're like, I'm standing here with my daughter. I'm not social distancing for my daughter. You know, like it's for it, all of that is just it's just Nazi stuff, but it's like soft Nazi, you know, soft. Right. And it's not it's not over the <laughs> right. top just yet. So then we learned right. that the enforcers are coming, and they use those words. The enforcers are coming, and at 12:30, sure enough, about 20 patrol cars roll up, hot right in front of us and they start to cordon us from each side and Jason recognized that as a military operation he's like no we're not going to be we're not going to be cordoned into a circle here or into a little ball and so they went around threatening the cita Jason went around telling people don't 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 take a citation from them he told them I'm not giving you my information and I won't be taking a citation from you I ran from a guy who said I can't even really tell you can't even really tell what they're saying they're those black maps you know, he's in uh-huh. my face. I'm like, no, you're not, you're not social distancing. He's wanting my ID. I've, I've been around the block. I have not ever taken an ID to a protest. How stupid do you have to be? Right. But anyway, you know, so <laughs> they chased they chased us down. They did arrest three, and they gave citations to about 20 people. Well, today we filed wow. a, a federal injunction. We filed a federal injunction, and um, this is, you know, to get the attention of the, the DOJ. And we'll be back out there Friday. And, and of course, I just watched a a press conference from the governor talking about all the soft openings. You know, they're going to let this happen. They'll let this, they're dribbling it back out to you. You know, they dribble it right. because you were pushing back. They're dribbling it back out to us. But we're going to we're going to rally every Friday at every Friday at noon until we're fully free. People need their livelihoods well, and back. I, I'm not expecting travel to be open back up to the tourism because I know people are really concerned about what's happening here with tourism. But at least let us take right. care of our own small mom and pop shops. At least let somebody go to the surf shack. At least, you know, just let our people take care of our people. We were talking with Brooke McGowan, and Brooke, let me say let me say that for folks. If you go to, and I, I know folk, some of our folks in San Diego have friends and, and others that live in Hawaii, so uh, it's Reopen Hawaii, and it's on Facebook. If you go there and track down Brooke McGowan, you can go, uh, and uh, it's a private group, but you can put in and, and get admitted. Uh, Brooke, let me ask you, because well, I can't resist, I just can't resist. Is Tulsi Gabbard anywhere helping? She's supposed to be against big government and, you know, for the little guy. Is she around at all? No, we haven't heard from Tulsi. I imagine that we will soon. J- Jason's actually quite close with her campaign and knows her and her family well. Um, so I imagine oh, really? we're going to hear at some point we'll hear from Tulsi. Yeah. Huh. But are there are there any uh, are there any um, leaders in the elected officials who can help in Hawaii? In other words, are there county executives or mayors who are saying, or sheriffs who are saying, we'll stand up? Or is it really? I know it's a no. very Democrat by elected office. Anybody? No, not at all. Nobody at all. Nobody. Not one either. Not one person running for office. Not one person in elected office. No one. They're all crickets. They're all crickets on it because they, they put their finger in the wind to see which way the wind blows. See, people like me, we just stand and go, I know you're going to throw, you know, barbs at me and I'm just going to take it because you know what? In six months, you're going to be agreeing with me. You're just not yet. And that's okay. Right. That's totally okay. If I can stand in front and say, you know what? I don't care about the hate. I love the people here and, and my neighbors that need to get back to work more than I'm worried about somebody being mad at me or cursing me or giving me threats or whatever. None of that matters. It rolls off my back like a duck. I don't care. I know it doesn't care. It doesn't bother Jason one whit. If you know him personally, you know this is his fight all the time. He fights like this. 
Oh know, yeah, he well his, his 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 yeah his his work with uh, films and stuff on on family values. I mean, he's uh, he's extraordinary. Hey, Brooke, one more thing, and I got up to let you go. We're talking with Brooke McGowan, who's a co-founder of Reopen Hawaii, and and we'll make sure to put out on social media. And I know Andrew Kay will, will track things, but uh, you know, Hawaii is a good example. But where you came from, I think you came from Oklahoma, right, or the Midwest, middle of the country. Yeah. Similarly, has less of this hotspot stuff. And they're and they're getting governors. Has, I don't. Is Oklahoma has Oklahoma had a, a governor going crazy like other places, or it's a Republican? That's a Republican state. Are they being more normal there? Yes, they've you actually know? been doing the phasing of reopening in Oklahoma. Oklahoma didn't do quite as tight of a turning the screws to people, but he wasn't nearly as loose as South Dakota, which we wish he would have been a little bit more. You know, yeah. like that lady up in South yeah. Dakota. She was a great. She was a great example to all Republican governors. Yeah. Well, good. Well, Brooke, listen, be careful. Tell Jason we sent our best and uh, appreciate very much your witness and what you're doing. And more importantly, I think uh, in this time, more and more people, because the connections, the connectedness of social media, we sort of get our strength from seeing how other people sort of lead. Right. And I don't think uh, I think we the people are in charge and I think they're just catching up in these places. So good for you. And congratulations on that part of it. And just hang in there and keep us in the loop. Okay. thank you. God bless and aloha. Ah, aloha. Thank you. Thanks. Uh, Brooke McGowan, founder, co-founder of Reopen Hawaii, we'll put up on social media. Hey, we got to take another quick break. When we come back, uh, we'll visit with Rick Manning, and uh, he's another guy who's fighting. He's out towards the swamp. He's not. He's in the swamp, but he's not of the swamp, so I'll explain that to you. We'll talk with Rick Manning after the break. It's Ed Martin. I'm filling in for the, and- the great Andrea Kay. She'll be back tomorrow, and the Andrea Kay Show here on The Answer San Diego, AM 1170, FM 96.1. Be back in a minute. Want more Andrea Kay? Follow her on Twitter at Andrea Kay Show. And like her Facebook fan page at Andrea Kay. Spelled K-A-Y-E. Sell your home for top dollar quickly and smoothly. Call Julie Jules Real Estate. Julie has sold over 800 homes using proven marketing strategies and home staging to enhance your home's appeal, entice more buyers, and get you more money than other agents by far. Hi, I'm Julie Jules. I'd love to give you a free home staging consultation. Just give me a call at 619-992-7113. Call for your free home staging consultation. Moving out, moving up, or moving in, call Julie Jules, 619-992-7113. The First Amendment and the very idea of free speech are under attack in America. Hey, it's Ed Martin of the Pro-America Report. And the number one political documentary of 2019, No Safe Spaces, is now available to watch at home at nosafespaces.com. This is a movie Hollywood doesn't want you to see, so you won't find it on any streaming service. It's just not out there. It's only available for this limited time at nosafespaces.com. No Safe Spaces stars our very own Dennis Prager and comedian and podcast king Adam Carolla. And they reveal how America has become a dangerous place to speak your mind and share ideas. And these guys, they do it in an entertaining and a powerful way. It's no wonder why critics have called No Safe Spaces smart, vital, urgent, and one of the most important documentaries that you need to see today use offer code save 25 that's save 25 for a 25 percent discount support this film it shares our american values visit nosafespaces.com today hey folks this is dj carrot sticks the producer of the andrea k show like you i'm confined to my home spending time with my family and the one thing we enjoy right now is watching uplifting movies that affirm our faith With all the choices, what can you watch? I have the answer. Introducing Patterns of Evidence, The Exodus, a documentary which presents convincing evidence that the biblical account of Exodus is true. Investigative filmmaker Tim Mahoney journeyed to Egypt, Israel, and throughout the world 
to search for the answers to the one very important question. Did the stories like Exodus written in the Bible really happen? The results of his investigation are monumental. Right now, you can watch Patterns of Evidence, the Exodus at home. Go to PatternsofEvidence.com. That's PatternsofEvidence.com. Immediately following the movie, a panel moderated by Gretchen Carlson and featuring Dennis Prager, Eric McTaxis, and Anne Graham Lott will provide further insight and commentary on the film. Watch Patterns of Evidence, the Exodus, and others in this series. Go to PatternsofEvidence.com. That's PatternsofEvidence.com. Doctors agree that most Americans are badly vitamin D deficient, and D3 is an essential daily vitamin. Get your free bottle of D3 Gold from Healthline. It's been called the gold standard of vitamin D. Especially now, D3 Gold provides quantum immune support while promoting mineral health in the bones and heart. And right now, it's absolutely free while supplies last. We simply want to know that you're still interested in hearing Dr. Bob Marshall and Healthline on K-Praise. Simply register your vote and take advantage of this free bottle of D3 Gold. Visit qnlabs.com and use promo code THANKS. Or call Healthline at 800-370-3447. That's qnlabs.com. Promo code THANKS. Call 800-370-3447. Hurry, there's a limit of one bottle per customer as we want all Healthline listeners to be rewarded. Get your free bottle of D3 Gold today. Visit qnlabs.com or call 800-370-3447. How do you listen to The Answer San Diego? I downloaded the free Answer San Diego app for iPhone and Android. I listen by clicking listen live at theanswersandiego.com. I go to tunein.com or I open the TuneIn app and search The Answer San Diego. I love using my smart speaker. All I have to say is play The Answer San Diego. And there are easy setup instructions at theanswersandiego.com. So there certainly are a lot of ways to listen to The Answer San Diego. But don't forget, you can always find us on FM 96.1 in North County at AM 1170 in San Diego. FM 96.1 North County AM 1170 San Diego The Answer You're listening to somebody who tells it like it is Andrea Kay on The Answer San Diego Welcome back, welcome back It's Ed Martin in for Andrea Kay I am filling in, she'll be back tomorrow Uh, Andrea Kay is doing fine She's on assignment, that's what we say in the business and uh, great to be with you again, Ed Martin. My show begins in 23 minutes right here on The Answer San Diego. So as uh, Andrea likes to say, you can go take a break, get something to eat or drink, and come right back. Got about five minutes after her show ends before mine starts. So four or, four or five minutes, you have time. It should be enough time. And uh, we got a lot. To, got a couple great guests today. I'll talk to Selena Zito on my program. Selena Zito, journalist who sort of chronicles uh, everyday Americans. She is down on the Tennessee border, Tennessee West, uh, excuse me, Tennessee Virginia border, Bristol, Tennessee. On one side of the state line, literally runs through through a town, through the town right there. One side is Tennessee, one side's Virginia. One side is locked down. That's Virginia. One side is open and has businesses and, and things going. That's Tennessee. And uh, and uh, Selena talks to the folks uh, in this little town. It's a pretty striking uh, contrast, and you'll enjoy that piece. So come on back for the Pro-America Report, and uh, we'll talk about that. Uh, next, we got to go to a friend of mine who is very pro-America himself. Rick Manning is uh, the president of Americans for Limited Government. He has uh, worked in the Department of Labor. He has been... Uh, involved in inside and outside of government. He was uh, worked directly with President Trump during his transition. He's a really good fighter uh, for uh, us, for we the people, 
up in the uh, in the it's not even a knife fight. It's like a, it's worse. It's more brutal than a knife fight up in the swamp. Uh, so, Rick, welcome to the program. How are you? I'm doing great, Ed. We're having all sorts of fun right now, aren't we? Boy. Oh my gosh! If it wasn't, if we didn't keep our sense of humor, you know, I worked for the late Phyllis Schlafly, and she she had this way of uh, they always they always caricatured because she she just believed it all works out in the end in the very big picture, and in America we keep we figure it out. So you just keep smiling, right? I mean, there's too many things to if you focused on the bad, we'd get down in the dumps. But Rick, I haven't talked to you. I mean, you and I are friends for years, so I haven't talked to you since, and now we're on the show here. Um, but the government response. I mean, there's a lot of things that the Trump administration, you and I and people would love, you know, cutting regulation, even now, cutting regulation, judges and all. But I don't think anybody quite realizes how massive these stupid bailout bills are and how they're going to probably do it again. I mean, it's almost mind boggling what's going on, right? I've never seen anything like it. We're we're on a track to end up with a before the end of next fiscal year. Um, a $30 trillion deficit, national debt, $30 trillion national debt. That's, it's a, we will jump from $23 trillion to $30 trillion in probably 18 months. And it's, it's just an unending spending spree. The, the, yeah. next, the next spending spree that Nancy Pelosi has in mind wants us to bail out all the big states, um, you know, the pension right. funds and everything else that are, that are messed up. Um, so put trillions of dollars into that. They also want us to give $2,000 for every single person who makes under $135,000 a year um, for, for six months as a guaranteed income, um, So, which is something you'll, it's almost impossible to get rid of once you start it. Um, there will be no allowance for trying to get rid of the extra $600 a week in the unemployment um, insurance, which is effectively makes half the people in America who have been laid off, they make more money on unemployment than they do in their jobs. Good luck getting those people to go back to work. So it's a so we have a system that's being set up during this crisis to effectively fundamentally change America in ways we couldn't even conceive of. Um, and it's it's dangerous. We're fighting like crazy, and we and we have to get America reopened in order to fix it. Right. And that's why I've got a, a website www.reopenamericanow.org that uh, we're pushing. People go there, the sign goes directly to governor saying reopen the state. Uh, we're talking with Rick Manning, and that's that's um, that's what I, I wanted to move to that next and talk about this effort. Because, you know, we were just talking uh, with to one of our folks over in Hawaii and, and uh, Brooke McGowan, and she was talking. They're doing reopen, right. uh, re- reopen Hawaii. And, and I tell you, in Hawaii, there's, Hawaii, there's very little sickness. I mean, there's like none, whatever, like they got everything in Hawaii. They get all the weather, they get the water, they get, and they get no coronavirus, right? So there it's like, okay, everybody look around. A couple of us are going to get sick. Let's go back to work. Okay, good. In other places, you know, in Chicago, in, in D.C., some more people are going to get sick. But at this point, you can't take the cure that's better. You can't take a cure that's worse than the, than the illness, right? We're killing the country, and so we got to move. Uh, how... How do we handle, Rick, how do we try to handle being real about the risk because we're real about what we're, we're kind of fading into here? You know, how do we, how do um, we tell our friends and neighbors, be ready for some, it's not going to be perfect, but you got to remember what it could have been if we stayed in our house. Well, because here's the fact, you went, the United Nations uh, came out with a report a week and a half ago that said because of the economic depression that's being caused, 
hundreds of thousands of children will die this year who otherwise would not have died out of just from poverty. That's a direct result of this economic shutdown. Hundreds of thousands of children around the world are going to die, according to the United Nations. You can take them, you know, the left who wants to shut us down, they believe in the United Nations. So they better believe that stat. So that's one thing. We know that suicides are going up. We know that. We, we're seeing it already. We know the drug, the people who are uh, addicted to drugs, we're seeing additional o- o- overdoses. We're seeing more women in, in, uh, coming into emergency rooms because, they've been a, because of spousal abuse. We're seeing, a, we're seeing a mental illness that's going to cripple many people for a generation being, being exacerbated by this shutdown and the sense of isolation that's being created. So you want to talk about real hardship? That's real hardship. You know what real hardship is? Real hardship's when your mom or your dad is in the hospital with something totally different than this, and you can't visit them when they're vulnerable, scared, and, and they're isolated. And you can't mm-hmm. and you can't say your final goodbye to your parents because they're in the stupid hospital and they've shut everything out and you can't go talk to your parents. That's that's cruelty. That's cruelty at its core. And yet that's what the social isolation and the policies we put into place are creating. So when people tell and say, oh, it's, you know, like Cuomo did last week, oh, COVID is death. Let me tell you what death is. Death is, is, what, is what we're doing in terms of creating a, a depression in our economy, creating 30 million people more unemployed. That's death because part, the left continually has reminded us over the years that poverty is death. Well, they're creating the poverty, and that's the and the, that poverty they're creating is going to create the death that they say they want to avoid. So it's time to get real and start getting back to work. Because yes, some people will be will get sick. Some additional people will get sick, but far more people will lose everything. Will lose everything, not just economically, but emotionally and spiritually, right. based on this social isolation what? and the economic depression that's caused. We're talking with uh, Rick Manning, and again, Rick is uh, is uh, the president of Americans for Limited Government. And the website he mentioned is uh, a really uh, a good one to go to. And it's uh, if you go to uh, reopen, I'll get it right. Don't don't tell me because I looked it up. Reopenamericanow.org. Reopenamericanow.org. You sign up for uh, it's not just one of these uh, petitions. It gets sent to the senators. You have to put in your zip code so they know your senators and all, and get it to them. Um, Rick, what, how do you think in this case with the modern? You know, you were you 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 were uh, you were present at the creation of the Tea Party, not the original one, although maybe. But, but you've been present right. at these moments in the sort of movements of I, the I conservative. I wasn't with the Sons you know, of Liberty, but I, I'm not that. <laughs> I don't know. I want to check a birth certificate. I never saw. I didn't see Obama's <laughs> birth certificate or yours. I need to check them both. But but let's go back to. I'm, I, and I'm being serious though about this. That I feel like today in 2020, there is more opportunity for we the people to actually make these guys and gals change what they're doing. You know, when you hear uh, Brooke McGowan say at Reopen Hawaii, she they had a rally on the on the Friday and and the Hawaii the Hawaii governor changed some of his plans. You know, Newsom in California, you know, he's going to shut all the beaches down. Then he starts to see the protests, the energy, the social media, the kinds of things that you're talking about, reopenamericanow.org. You know, I think we have a way to make our voice heard, we the people, and, and modify behavior, even in the left, even in the Dem- Democrat left-leaning states. I, I, do you feel that? Do you feel like there's a real uh, opportunity as well in, as a challenge here? Yeah, I do. Um, I, I really do. There's, um, you just look at these 
operation in Orange County, California, um, which is, I grew up in that area. So um, I know this is a San Diego station. I grew up just north of there. And, you know, as, as punishment for people in Orange County going to the beach, um, the Newsom tried to shut down the beaches in Orange County. I wanted to remind Newsom that Orange, they got a clean sweep. All four of the congressional districts, five of the congressional districts in Orange County, went Democrat this time. The Republicans lost right. four seats in Orange County. And you want to know how you lose seats for Democrats? You tell people in Orange County they can't go to the beach. Okay? <laughs> That's how you lose yeah. seats in Orange County. You tell them, you know, we're yeah. going to arrest you if you're out on your surfboard or if you're, out, if you're out on your boogie board. You start doing that to people in Newport Beach and Huntington Beach, and you know what you're not going to be? You're not going to be an elected official. And every single one of those Democrats are having to eat that right now. And all those dumb kids who voted for the left are now not able to skateboard. They're not able to go to the beach, not able to surf. And they're going to say, uh-uh, not this time. And they're going to vote, their, vote them out of office, and Orange County will return to being a Republican county. Well, and, and uh, Rick Manning, thank you. I got to run, but I'm I'm going to go find that picture of you in the banana sling uh, ba- bathing suit on your boogie board from your days in Orange County, just to put that up there because people need to see. It wasn't just the government that was limited back in the day when Rick Manning was surfing out in uh, Orange County. Hey, thanks, uh, thanks, Rick, and we'll put it up on social media again. Folks should go visit Reopen America Now. dot org. Reopen America Now. dot org. Sign up that petition and pay attention. Appreciate it very much, Rick. Keep in touch. Thank you, Ed. Take care. Bye. All right. We'll take a quick break. We'll come back. It's the Andrea K. Show. Ed Martin filling in for Andrea K. And uh, we don't worry. She'll be back tomorrow. We'll be back in just one moment here on The Answer San Diego, AM 1170, FM 96.1. Be right back. Be sure to follow Andrea K. on Twitter at Andrea K. Show. And follow her on Facebook and like her fan page at Andrea K. Spelled K-A-Y-E. Many of us know how high school today is not the same as the high school in the 60s and 70s. Pressure to achieve, the competitiveness, the anxiety to fit in, and the loneliness has made being a teenager a pretty tough job today. In Bob Walter's book, Facing Reality in American Education, he looks at ways to help young people understand how amazing they really are, for students to discover their gifts and talents, to excel and be all they can be. I'm sure you agree. Purchase your copy of Facing Reality in American Education today at Amazon.com. Your potential customers are at home right now. Are you there with them? In these uncertain times, the investment you made in digital marketing is really paying off. Thanks to Salem Surround, you're on page one of the search engines. Your online reputation is five-star. Your digital presence is accurate, and you're everywhere. Oh, wait, you're not? You don't have an effective digital marketing strategy? It's not too late. Contact Salem Surround for help. We deliver prescriptive marketing solutions to communicate with your current and future customers that not only meet your needs, but exceed your expectations. Salem Surround can help you with digital marketing during these difficult times and beyond. Total market saturation with increased return on investment. Contact Salem Surround for a free evaluation of your digital presence and to learn how we can help place your advertising message in front of today's consumers. Learn more at SurroundSanDiego.com. SurroundSanDiego.com. Connecting you with new customers. 
Hi, this is Andrea Kay of The Andrea Kay Show, heard weekdays at 6 p.m. right here on The Answer San Diego. This Thursday at 12 p.m., you're invited to join the San Diego Downtown Fellowship of Churches and Ministries for a special live streaming event celebrating the National Day of Prayer. Hear from me, Andrea Kay, and local leaders from diverse sectors of the central San Diego community. Visit TheAnswerSanDiego.com to learn more and gather in prayer this Thursday at 12 p.m. That's TheAnswerSanDiego.com. Greetings, Answer San Diego listeners. It's Ed Martin here. You know, every day we get requests from our listeners to help them find local, like-minded businesses. That's why we created the Answer San Diego Business Directory. It's an all-in-one platform to connect our listeners to the right local businesses. The Answer San Diego Business Directory creates a win-win scenario for you, the listener, and our local, like-minded businesses. The idea is very simple. When we find businesses that we'd like to recommend, we'll add them to our directory. There's businesses from A to Z. So next time you're looking to connect with businesses that share your values, visit the Answer San Diego Business Directory. You can help grow our community, too. If you know a business that should be on our directory, please have them list their business today at TheAnswerSanDiego.com. It's our pleasure and joy to connect you with companies that share your values. Go to TheAnswerSanDiego.com, click on the Business Directory link, and start your search today. That's TheAnswerSanDiego.com, and just click on that directory link. Thanks for all you do for our community. Bill Holland with the answer on Wall Street. Stocks in higher today with a steep decline at the open, but there was a split personality. The industrials lagged. NASDAQ, led by Amazon and Fang, did a whole lot better, but all of them ended in the green, even if it's just by a little. Coronavirus hysteria eases a bit, but it's still there, and slowly America's getting back to work. Fifty big malls and shopping centers will return this week, and uh, oil prices up a dollar at 21, as the surplus and the cost of storage continues to rise. Earnings season also continuing. Disney tomorrow. So far, half of the S&P 500 have reported 0.7% year to year. Buffett lost 54 billion, 21% of his Berkshire accounts. He dumped all his air 37 billion in cash needing a home. Bill Holland with the answer on Wall Street. The answer San Diego streaming now on iHeart.com and radio.com. AK Dynamite and Address or just Andrea K. Whatever you call her, she's on the answer San Diego. Welcome back. Welcome back. Ed Martin here. And it is, I almost said it's the Pro-America Report, but that'll be in about uh, eight minutes. Eight minutes. Well, ten minutes. We'll start that. It's Ed Martin. I've, I do, I'm filling in for Andrea Case. She'll be back tomorrow night. And uh, my show, the Pro-America Report, begins just at the top of the hour. I hope you'll stay around for that. Uh, and Andrea, like I said, will be back tomorrow. It's fun to sit in for. A couple of uh, details to wrap things up. Uh, one, did you see the news? Uh, the U.K. announced as part of their go-back-to-work blueprint uh, the, you know, over 70 people, ever, over 70 year olds should stay home if at all possible. That's one thing makes a lot of sense. Um, you know, being careful about uh, being in close proximity makes sense. But here's one that nobody said out loud yet because it is true. Um, it, it, this is the UK. Obese people should work from home because they have much more, much difficult time if they get this virus, coronavirus. Now, I, it, it, you show me the governor that's going to say that one in America. 
But that is one of the things I think that uh, people are talking about, at least in Britain. So we'll see. All right. I want to wrap this up real quick. I got to get to this because it's one of the things that I'm so interested about. You know, Joe Biden's campaign, it was being run out of a, a basement and he thought he could hide until the election and maybe people wouldn't notice. But he's losing <clears throat> rapidly the people who are supposed to prop him up. So first comes Friday when Peggy Noonan, the supposedly Republican writer on the Wall Street Journal, she writes an opinion piece once a week called Declarations. But she's she's sort of a clean fingernail set. She's a good writer, great writer. And she's been, you know, very anti-Trump and he's not good enough. Well, she wrote in her column that Biden can't even follow his own thoughts, which is a sort of dig on his losing it, you know, which people know he's doing. So he lost Peggy Noonan, Biden. On Sunday, Maureen Dowd, Maureen Dowd, the sort of, you know, Trump hater and all, and what writes in the New York Times, she wrote a lengthy piece basically saying, you know, Biden's kind of not, not really didn't use the word hypocrite, but basically said he was such a me too guy and now he's not. And it's just typical and all that kind of stuff. So Biden has lost Peggy Noonan types, that's the clean fingernail set, sort of moderate Republicans. He's lost Maureen Dowd. And earlier today, Politico, which is a sort of the playbook for the left. If you read Politico.com, you'll see what the left is going to think and do. They ran a long piece. Here's the headline. Biden has fought a pandemic before. It didn't go smoothly. And they go through this and they basically say Biden was clueless they say John Brennan was a hero, which just makes me laugh. I think which proves that John Brennan has more stick than Biden. But and they go on to say that Biden didn't really handle it well. He didn't really handle the the fight. Uh, it went under the last pandemic, and uh, the H one N one, the swine flu. So Biden's lost the the moderates, the rhino moderates. You know, kind of clean fingernail set. He lost the Maureen Dowd, the women of the New York Times, and now he's lost Politico. So the only question I have that you should think about is, will Joe Biden pick his VP and then eventually be pushed out and the VP moves up? Or will he get removed before that he even picks a VP? I think that's what it's come to. I don't think there's anybody who thinks Joe Biden makes it. If Joe Biden makes it to the finish line, he loses in a landslide, just a landslide. I, I, I can't imagine it being any different. That's where it's headed. All right. Well, that's uh, that's about all I've got for today. We'll talk about a lot more, though, in a few minutes. We'll come back on the Pro-America Report. As I mentioned, we'll have a Selena Zito as a guest. We'll also have Roger Stone's uh, new lawyer. Roger Stone's got a new lawyer who has appealed his case uh, up to the Court of Appeals in the District of Columbia. And we will talk to him. His name is David Schoen. And we'll also get a sort of lay of the land on that case. You know, the, the positioning of it is uh, Roger Stone has been convicted. He was sent. He has been sentenced, but he was given 30 extra days to report to prison. And I think in the window now of the next 30 days, there'll be an appeal that'll drag on past that. But the question will be whether there is a uh, an, a, a pardon coming. With the Flynn case, General Flynn, I can tell you this. I spoke to Sidney Powell last week on my program the Flynn case, actually, Flynn just may win that outright because at this point before the court, the court is looking at a series of documents that have been produced by the government, the prosecutors, much to their embarrassment and shame that should have been turned over to Flynn long ago, that Flynn should have had long before he ever entered a plea and was even put in the hot seat. And that the documents that show things like because when you withhold documents, when the government prosecutor does that to the disadvantage of a defendant, it, it, it colors his ability to defend himself. 
And the courts looked very, very negatively on that because he might not have pled guilty. If he'd been able to see these documents, he would have said, well, I, 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 I guess you say I lied. I guess you say, but wait a second, I'm looking at these documents and you're basically saying, yeah, we'll see if we can get him to say something and then we'll tell him he lied. You know, we'll put him in a position. And so I think the General Flynn case may not even need a pardon. He may find that case dismissed uh, completely out from under him. So we will see about that. But we'll talk about all that and more during my program in just a few minutes on the Pro-America Report. Uh, Let me just say thank you to Todd for stepping in and helping guide me through this. As usual, uh, he keeps the Andrea K. Show going on track and keeps us all going in the direct direction. And don't forget, Andrea will be back tomorrow night, uh, so don't forget, don't uh, miss that. I'm Ed Martin. I'll be on my show in just a few minutes. Please hang on and go through for that. Appreciate spending some time with you, and uh, I will look forward to talking in just a few minutes. It's Ed Martin filling in for Andrea K. on the Andrea K. Show on The Answer San Diego, AM 1170, FM 96.1.